with your palate cruisers. Show me what you got. Okay. Well, welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the Scarlet Wren, bringing his magic to the podcast. Uh, what's going on, my man? How you living? What I do? What I do? Living good, man. Trying to make some money. Off making of, uh, that money? Trying, man. I think I'm just losing money now. <laughs> All right, how, tell us, how are, how are you losing your money? Well, te- technically, I'm not really losing money in my stocks because they're just there. Yeah. But since they're they're going down, it's been so red lately that uh, it looks like you're losing money. But yeah, you I know. saw that they were said that the stock market was crashing, was trending on Twitter, and everybody's like, "Come on, it's only like a few percentage points." Yeah, it's because like there's a lot of newcomers like me and myself, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people like me, where it's like it's our first time, you know, getting our toes wet, mm-hmm. and we see this drastic drop. Whoa, it's crashing. Ah, Get yeah. out. Sell, Get out, sell, sell, sell. Panic sell. Let's go. You know. What's, I mean, I think that's just part of it, right? You got to you gotta ride the waves, the ups, the downs, uh, everything that's good, everything that's bad. Yeah. So I heard uh, you got your mom into it, right? Well, <laughs> she says she's interested and I'm, I'm ready to go. She said uh, that, yeah, she was going to invest. I sent her my link. So we'll each get our, our free stocks. Yeah. So, I mean, then she asked me which uh, stock she should choose. And I said, don't ask me. I'm probably give terrible advice. <laughs> and like I said, we're not your financial advisor. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. You should like choose one though. Like pick one that said, this is the one. And then she'll like get it and see what happens with it. Yeah. But what if it's not the one? And that's the only <laughs> one I said, I'm like, oh, it's so much pressure. And sell, sell low. I'll have to actually do some research. I've always just like randomly chose things and did a little research, like five minutes of research. I'm like, I'm sold. And like, but when I'm giving someone else advice, I feel like I really need to actually like understand it and look, you know, more carefully at it and make sure I'm choosing the right thing. Just have her buy like one stock of a uh, Tesla. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, like maybe just invest in a couple things. Cause I, I have, my portfolio is just way too diverse. I got too much stuff. I need to like focus in a little bit. And I think that would help me too. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you watch a lot of people give advice. They're like, you need to diversify your portfolio, you know, but then that's only for people with money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you only invest a little bit of money and then you spread it all out, it's not doing you any good. So, yeah. but yeah, if you have a ton of money, yeah, absolutely. You should have a diverse portfolio. I have about 20 stocks and uh, I got partial shares in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually own any whole shares. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I think uh, EV's going down right now. Have her buy like Tesla and let her, let her ride back up to like a thousand or something. Yeah, now's the time though. Like you, like Rin said, we're not giving financial advice, but uh, because the market is in a dip, now is the time to throw some money at it because you can get it. Because the tech, uh, Rin was telling me offline that they're having issues like supplying like uh, graphics cards and different kind of like yeah, computer cards and things like that. And so all these companies that require those are slowing down and having issues. So right now is the time to invest in like tech companies while they're down. And then hopefully you get to ride them back up. 
but you have to watch the dip. You know, are you at the dip? Is the dip going to go away further? Can you handle it if it goes further? So only invest money that you're willing to let ride for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, possibly lose. I think that's my mindset. Like I'm only investing money that I'm, I'm, I could afford to lose, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, it's kind of like when I go to Vegas, everybody's like, oh, I hate, hate going to lose. I'm like, I only bring money that I'm willing to lose. Yeah. Because like, you'd be so sad if it was money you need to go home and buy groceries. That'd be terrible. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Make sure you have money to pay all your bills. Yeah. Your family. Yeah. And Don't, don't is... risk your livelihood, you know, on this. Yeah. You gotta be smart about it. Smart decisions. I'm going to put all my 401k in this one stock. People do that. Crazy people yeah. do crazy things. So. Don't be a crazy person, I guess, is the advice. Yeah, you just got to make sure you know what kind of investor you're in. You know, like if your mom wants to do it long term or she wants to like just kind of play around here and there, you know, yeah, day trade. That, yeah, I think she wants to play around day trade a little bit. So, because, you know, she has, she's older. She has real, real investments, other places. So this is more like fun time. Right. Does she need to get, she need to get on Reddit. Oh, I get that meme stock, baby. Those memes, get those meme stocks in your 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 GameStops and your AMC's and your Blackberries. Yeah, those are kind of dangerous, mate. You never oh, know. Big, big yeah. time. Yeah, big time. What about um, NBA Top Shot? You still playing NBA Top Shot? Anything good? Oh yeah, I finally got. Well, when we first talked about it last week, mm-hmm. uh, we were gonna buy a pack that's gonna release on the Friday. Correct. Yeah. And I didn't get in. I did not get in either. <laughs> There's too many people, dude. But tell them the good news. Yeah. So they released another one saying that if you uh, log in at this time, you could get in line for pre-order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was pretty much everybody. So it was kind of cool. They realized they, 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 number one, they identify that they're having a bot issue, just like everything yeah. else in the world. And they, they think they got rid of all the bots and they realized they had people with multiple accounts. And so they made a very strict rule. If they catch you with multiple accounts, you lose both accounts. And so they made people consolidate. They got rid of the bots and they got down to just a few hundred thousand people. So it wasn't like as many as it was before. And they basically said, hey, if you log in, it was last Saturday. On this Saturday, uh, you're going to get one if you if you're able to hang in there. And it took a while. I was out I hung with my there. family yeah. and it took hours for it to like process because I was like number like 60,000 or something. And then I had to wait until I moved all the way through it. And then even when I got to like the payment, the payment thing took like 15 minutes. I thought, oh, crap, I got I waited all this time. It's not going to work. And then finally it clicked and I, I did it and I got one. So we pre-ordered them and we're supposed to get them probably here in another week. Yeah, it's kind of like them saying, sorry for the trouble. Here's our, it's our pack. It should have been free for us, you know, because all the issues. But yeah, and like you've said a million times, and like the people who like it, like you and I and some of these other folks, we're, we're total apologists for this company because they're beta testing. But holy smokes, I mean, it's almost like you can set your watch by it. They say, hey, we're going to have a drop at 9 a.m. And then about 8 a.m., they send out the next message. Oh, sorry, guys, we had to postpone this drop. I mean, that yeah. literally happened today. Yeah, 5 o'clock, man. And they're like, nope, it's going to come out tomorrow. But tomorrow, they say there's going to have a drop, too. It's like, yeah, they already had one planned. Does that mean there's a third one coming in later? Because there's supposed to be one tonight, one tomorrow morning, and one tomorrow night. Do we just lose a drop now and we only get the two tomorrow? Or what's going on here? Or is it going to be like, double the amount tomorrow you know yeah hopefully i'm really hoping that uh, you and i will have luck again and we'll each get another pack or two so finger yeah fingers crossed i mean but 
it's like it would almost be more unexpected if it just worked the way it's supposed to. Yeah. I, I think mean, we we want this pack because it's a uh, the All Star one. So yeah, NBA All Star is happening. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I did see that they updated their when right after they said they couldn't do any more drops, they updated their page, and uh, they, I saw that they have a legendary pack that goes for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. I'm like, holy crap! I'll never be able to buy that. Wait, you could buy that? Yeah, it was well, you couldn't buy it right now, but it, they they changed the, their front page so it showed the types of packs that they offer and it showed the first oh, yeah. pack was the $9 pack like you and I bought. And then the next pack was like the kind of middle, middle pack. And then the pack after that was like $999. I'm like, wow, that's quite the jump. Well, it's kind of like if you get that, you're guaranteed a legendary card. Yeah. And, and then I suppose, and we see legendary cards going for like a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah. what's a thousand bucks to turn to a hundred thousand dollars, but do you really right. know that that's going to happen for you? And like, nobody knows it's, it's all a risk. Yeah. For me, I really want to like tell my wife, like, Hey, I'm ready to buy a house. And I where'd did you get, where'd you get that money? <laughs> I uh, sold a LeBron James. <laughs> well, that's what we were literally just downstairs and I was talking to my wife and she's like, oh, yeah, we need to start saving up for because we, we want a Toyota Tacoma. I'm like, yeah, I know. I go, don't worry about it. I'm going to buy it with my top shot money. She was okay. Yeah. I believe in you. I go, you don't really believe in me. Yeah. She goes, no, I do. I do believe in you. I'm like, you're such sure. a liar. Sure. She'll believe it when it happens. Yeah, she'll believe it when she sees it, which is probably the right attitude. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, tomorrow we get a pack and be like, oh, LeBron we'll James. We'll see. And, you know, they may they may postpone it. Honestly, I'm going to invite Top Shot NBA Top Shot to my funeral so they can let me down one last time. Because <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. This is so ridiculous. Well, they'll, they'll say that they're going to come and then flake out last minute. I know. And they always wait until like 45 minutes. And we're all like already geeked up on the internet about it. They just, they're, they definitely believe that all PR is good PR. They don't, they're not yeah. worried about bad press. And the end of the day, man, they're still getting like people talking about it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just spent five minutes on it. Uh, but I think your uh, car is more realistic than my house. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, a car and a home down payment are about the same. Right. But I want to pay off my house, man. You you just want to buy the house outright. Yeah. Well, it's either going to have to be a really cheap house or you're going to have to like set a record with your NBA top shots. Either way, be in a house with this money. Yeah. All right. I believe in you. Because if you can do it, I can do it. So we're going to do it for sure. And all hopefully like when we uh, announced this last week, people like were able to sign up. Yeah. I mean, it, they were saying because when they cleaned out the bots and the dupe accounts that they were down to like 200,000. So um they gave out 240,000 packs i think on that like pre-order sale so hopefully that means that um they'll do something similar i've heard some guys say that the, between these three drops that were supposed to be happening there was about 260,000 packs happening which means if someone's listening right now and tried tomorrow they they have a decent shot at getting one well hopefully they uh sign up before they're listening to this podcast because they're having issues with signups. <laughs> well, I think that part of it too is that they kill the signups to stop people from just flooding it because that, that throws them way off because they're yeah. they really are still in beta and it gives them issues. And so yeah, I think they just turn it off. So yeah, yeah maybe there'll be an opportunity sometime between you know now and whenever to sign back up. But you really like hey, if you decide you want to do top shots. Got to sign up before the drops are talked about, right? So sign up for it right away. 
you want to deposit your money right away. Cause I've seen yeah. some people say, well, you can buy with your credit card, but everybody's like, God, oh, it never works. It always crashes. So you're going to want to buy your, your, your dapper Bitcoin stuff first, you know, your cryptocurrency and you got to have it all ready to go. And you just, you, you hurry up and wait. So you finally get in line, you get in the queue. And if you happen to be within the magic number on the queue, then you, you get to get it, but you got to have everything kind of all your ducks in order so you can buy it. All right, man. Well, good luck to you tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Good luck. When I get my uh, top shot money, I'm going to buy the rest of the suit for everybody watching on uh, uh, the YouTubes. I'm showing off uh, my son, uh, Boy Danger's Iron Man helmet. Isn't that cool? That's pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty detailed too. Yeah. Look at it. It's super cool. We got this from an Etsy artist in uh, uh, Mexico. He's really talented. It opens up. Have you ever even seen it? No, it my first up. time seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you shove your head in here. My head's a little too big, but um, his head fits in here. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty sweet. So when you uh, when you decide to buy it, did you give him like the measurements of his head? No, they didn't even ask for that. It's it's more of a um, an art piece than anything. So while you can shove it on your head, I think it's just meant like we have it just to live on a shelf. It fits. It fits right. Yeah. So. Because uh, I, I try to stick it on my head but because of how much money it costs. I was afraid that I would break it. <laughs> like, I imagine just like jamming over my, my dome, then not being able to get it off. And, yeah. like, and like Hulk out of it. You're going to be like a Joey with the turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to the healthy stream. Um, obviously, we're getting super close to the last one division. Tonight, um, baby. Yeah, tonight. So uh, everybody who's listening, will the last one division will be out. You will have seen it. You will know all the spoilers and whatnot. So we're gonna we're gonna review uh, episode number eight before we talk about number nine because we haven't even seen number nine yet when this is recorded. That is correct. So what did you think about eight? Did you did you like the build up to eight? Did you like what happened in eight? Did they kind of went back and they gave us a uh, like here's what's happened. Here's why Wanda's like she is, and they kind of gave us like. You pointed out a Jiminy Cricket look at her life. Oh, yeah, for reals. After this episode, I felt like this whole series was um, a Wanda pilot. Mm. Basically, we, they tell you what happened to her and how uh, the uh, the Mind Stone and all that stuff that we didn't really see from Age of Ultron, you know? Yeah, we and learned so this, a lot about how she got her powers. Like maybe she had powers and how they amplified her powers. And it was, yeah. I thought it was super cool. And I'm almost hoping because of how they've done it, that we get more of these where they get us more detail on our heroes. Yeah. So they revealed that she had power before. Um, Cause at the, at the, when we watched age of Ultron, we just thought that uh, they were they, made. Right. Yes. And that now we learned that she, when she was small, she used her, you know, powers. She stopped the bomb. That's so why they didn't die. Yeah. So I'm ask, I, I want to ask you this. Um, she's a witch. We know this, right? But in the Marvel Universe, would witches be mutants? Now that MCU is able to have mutants, and Scarlet Witch is always kind of, in my mind, was one of the mutants. By them saying that she wasn't made, are they basically saying, yeah, she's a mutant? Yeah, because she was born with it, right? Yeah. Because I think so. Born. I think whoever has power is a mutant. Right? <laughs> That's how I always thought. Yeah, if you're not made, you're a mutant, right? And so, but you go back and you look at a lot of the MCU characters, they're not mutants because 
Tony Stark. He he made his outfit. Captain America, they use a super soldier serum, you know? Yeah, they uh, never the call him. Gamma rays. Yeah. You know, Thor came from a freaking world. He's an alien. He's not a mutant. He's a god, man. Yeah. And so, like, you really start to look at the characters, and they did pretty good. Uh, nobody be mutants, you know? Spider-Man, not a mutant, got bit by a, a radioactive spider. And so, yeah, you're right. To me, to be a mutant, you have to be born with the power. Yeah, and they show that in the show. Yeah. And then, like you said, the, the mind stone just amplified her power, too, because it's kind of like you're the chosen one, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, so heavy spoilers, but... Um, yeah, when uh, uh, Harkness is like kind of like falling around trying to figure out how she got to, she finally revealed she was there because she was drawn to what was happening because she's a witch as well. And she gets there and she's like, I got to see how this happens. So she uses her magic to kind of go through how Wanda became Wanda. And at the end, we get the, you're the Scarlet Witch. Like it's like this amazing thing that yeah. even she thought was just a rumor. Yeah, I thought, I thought, um, Agnes, yes, I, um, her character is like grown on me. Like I really like how she portrays her character. I like it too because she's kind of snarky, and she's like just kind of like clapping, like "Look what you've done!" You know, yeah. you can't. I still, honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe she is, but I'm still not sure she's 100 a bad guy. I think that she's a witch because we see her at the beginning. The witches turn on her and she keeps trying to explain to them, no, I can be good just because I've gotten powerful and I've done these things. But uh, they force her into hurting them. And it's almost like everything she does that is bad is because she has to. Right. And I think she only got drawn to Wanda is because she sensed like how powerful this being is. Yeah. And it's kind of like out of curiosity, like how like, I train all my life to get this strong and how are you just naturally strong, you know? Right, yeah, you don't even have to practice. It's, it's kind of like uh, Ray in Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Luke Skywalker had practiced forever, and Ray just rolls in, and she's force-tricking people. I know. It's the OP. same thing. Yeah, so, yeah, we learned that Wanda is just, like, crazy OP. And it almost felt like, even though she had the twins on, like, you know, like, purple leashes, it still feels almost, to me, maybe I'm completely off-base, but like she's worried about what Wanda's gonna do because of her powers. She's almost in her own way trying to protect people from her. Right. But she's like an anti-hero. She's not afraid to uh, do a little bit of bad for the overall good, maybe. But I don't know that for sure. Yeah, because for example, if you look at like Superman, for example, right? Right. If like we all know that if he turns bad, it's in the world because he's right. basically a god, you know. So maybe Agatha knows how powerful Scarlet Witch is. So she's kind of like, you need to like be yeah. good the whole time because I know your past. Yeah, she needs to come in and figure out what the hell's going on because she realizes how dangerous she can be. And maybe she's the only one other than the government who thinks everybody's dangerous, understands how dangerous she can be because it's like her own powers amplified 10 times over with uh, Wanda. And she's like, hold on, we need to make sure. Because she never once said, I want to take your powers or anything like that. Yeah. So it wasn't like that kind of an attack. Yeah, she was just trying to figure it out on the how the whole time. Yeah, she even admitted that she hung out for a long time trying to play nice to see. And finally, she realized that she had to get aggressive with her because She's Wanda like, was it. expanding her area of her magic. Yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was literally like a smack to the face, kind of like slap her out of it. Like, wake up, you yeah. idiot. And then one, one, one theory I heard was like, uh, you would imagine that in the MCU was developing this already before uh, they got X-Men, right? Yeah. That they were doing this to to be uh, comparable to their own Dark Phoenix in their series. 
know, I've never seen the Dark Phoenix movie. Is it any good? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's on HBO Max, but I've just never watched it. Yeah, it's one of those movies where after you watch it, you just become angry. You're like, what the crap is this, man? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, so what's your predictions? There's only one episode left. Um, we've kind of seen where everything's at. Do you have any predictions on the outcomes? If there's going to be any more um, guest stars or characters we weren't expecting, because I did see that the creator of the show said people, a lot of people are going to be disappointed because they're over anticipating at this point. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a, a segue to Dr. Strange and mm-hmm. it's going to like leave you on this really, really big cliffhanger because you, you have all these theories building up and at the end, it's just a cliffhanger for a bigger universe. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, the, absolutely. I think that you're right. I think that they're, it's a gateway to the next thing. So they're going to kind of lead us into the multiverse of madness. I hope. Yeah. Cause that's going to be the disappointment because we want more, but we can't, we have to wait. And that's the disappointment of it. But that's what Marvel's super good at, right? They get you intrigued and they get you like involved and you're so like into it that they're like, Nope, now you got to wait. Now you have to pay us money to see the next thing. Yeah. And it's smart. I mean, it's good marketing. Yeah. Cause like uh, Wanda basically, uh, gives you all sorts of like theories and opens up all these storylines, right? Yeah. And then it's going to end to where it's going to leave you hanging. And then, you know, Winter Soldier pops up with Falcon. And that's like completely different to where yep. you're like, oh, what's happening over here? I don't want to hear, I don't want to see this yet, you know? So, right. Yep. Yep. So who do you think is going to be? Do you think there's going to be anybody else in it? Do you think it's Doctor Strange? Do you think the big reveal is just them finally saying this is in fact the X-Men Quicksilver or Mephisto? I feel like it's too late for that, but maybe it's Mephisto. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, since we knew that Evan Peters was uh, was hired for the show, right? Yeah. We knew that he was cast. And this one, we know that it's going to tie into Doctor Strange. It's going to be just super obvious. Like, look, it's Doctor Strange. I keep, I, I'm sticking to my guns that it is, in fact, Doctor Strange and that it'll be at the very end. Like, yeah. it takes away from Wanda if she can't kind of solve this on her own. So I think whatever um, fight battle that may happen in the next episode, it'll be Wanda doing it. She's not going to need help to do it. And it might be her. And it, like we've said before, it actually might be her and Agatha versus photon and white vision or it might be her and you know there's gonna be some teams within the characters we've already seen and then dr strange will show up at the very yeah. end once it's all kind of said and done and be like you need to come with me there's still more to do you know that kind of thing right i think like as like i said before this whole show is a pilot for wanda yeah and also a way to like get vision back into the mcu yeah we're gonna so, get uh the more serious white vision now which is kind of cool too yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get that and like so they're gonna like team up battle each other and there has to be like maybe it's gonna be the main villain from doctor strange that's gonna come in and then he doctor Strange comes in and be like oh hey guys and then and it Tech ends, team, let's go. And it ends. You're like, oh no yeah no i can't wait i cannot wait so are you staying up till midnight to watch it no the first time i did i was kind of like half half awake watching it yeah and i didn't, and didn't really enjoy it as much as i would have and then the second attempt, I, I didn't even make it. <laughs> no, I never even tried. I don't think yeah. I, like I could probably like suffer till you know midnight to watch it. But I think you're right. I would be like, like half asleep, not be able to see what was going on, not be able to interpret it the way I want to. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna mute my uh, my chat group so my buddy won't spoil it for me. Right. And just stay off Twitter. Yeah, you, that that's a trick. You guys stay the hell away from Twitter. Yeah. I did see um, a piece of news come out today that uh, from a website called Illuminerdy. You ever visit Illuminerdy? I never even heard of it before, but I'm like, God, no. that's a good name. It's a good name. I, I dig it. When so you chuckle Illum- with the name, it's like that's a good name. Yeah, Illum- Illuminerdy is apparently a pretty big uh, outfit. And they said that uh, Marvel has started developing an X-Men movie and they're just calling it The Mutants, which I thought was kind of interesting. And I'm almost wondering if The Mutants is just the working title until it's like eventually called something else or if it's going to be called X-Men, The Mutants, you know? No, we're we're too woke, dude. You can't call it X-Men anymore. Because you remember in Deadpool, they're like, oh, oh, an X-Woman. Remember he called that out? X-People. Yeah, (laughs) X-People. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, the mutants uh, supposedly is uh, the very first stages of development, which is fantastic if true. I don't know, but I, I would love that. I mean, for me, if they get the same actors from the movies, the new ones from Fox, I yeah. wouldn't mind it because, like, that dude from Ready Player One is Cyclops. I kind of like that. Oh, right. Yeah. I'd be okay if they did like a hybrid, you know, like also there's this kind of weird mishmash and they just pick the art actors that they like and, you know, jettison the sucky ones. Yeah. Like, you're like, uh, for me, I think the one problem with all the X-Men movie was um, the timeline, right? We got young Magneto, young Professor X, and then everybody else is like still like teenage. They need to stick to like a time frame where like, this is present day Cyclops, an adult, you know, like, Make them yeah, all they, adults, they almost know? twisted themselves up by doing that. By yeah. having the young and the old kind of intermix at a certain point. If I was them, I would just keep Professor X and them old and not like get, because uh, like uh, McAvoy, he's a good actor. Uh, Agreed. Fast, Fastbender. Fast, oh, Fastbender is awesome. I mean, yeah. honestly, both Magnetos have been great, but I would like them to bring back Fastbender. Yeah. So if they just keep them them, and then who cares about the age gap? You know, just make them the characters. Like, Oh, I agree. I agree. And if they could somehow get uh, uh, Wolverine back just for like one one thing and then kill him off again, you know, I mean, they've killed the Vision like eighteen times. <laughs> I still, I still think it's gonna be in Wanda, man. You think that Wolverine's gonna be in Wanda? Yeah, the cameo. That's oh. that was my guess from the beginning. Okay. Okay. I got one episode left. It'd be huge. Can't even imagine. It'll probably be like Deadpool during the credits. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm still rated R. That kind of thing. It's like it's gonna be huge, Jackman. Huge Jackman. Um, also over on Disney Plus, they released a new trailer for a movie they have coming out called uh Luca. And uh I was thinking that it, it looks almost like they're like mermen or mermans or something. You're saying they're more than mermen, they're like fish guys. <laughs> they look like sea creatures, sea monkeys, you know. Because yeah, I really we- could you even tell what the the plot was like? So it's like it starts off just looking like it's a couple kids like enjoying living by the ocean, and yeah, it's like you're not really certain what the plot is. Maybe it's a coming of age type story, and then halfway through you realize that when they go into the water, they turn into like fish guys. Yeah, <laughs> and when they come back out, they're they're normal, and they have to kind of like hide their identity. It's it's kind of like uh, if Ariel was able to walk you know on land and water right that's what she would do you know sort of they're almost like like colorful swamp things like little kid swamp things we call them like baby uh baby shape of water or something 
<laughs> yeah, it's like the Disney-ified version of Shape of Water. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it looks cute, though. It looks like it's got really good animation. It's obviously made by Pixar. Yeah. Um, they said that uh, the main writer was like the Coco writer, which is a fantastic movie. So um, I don't know. Everybody should go watch the trailer for Luca because it does look pretty good. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, if the, the theater experience isn't back to full normal, we'll probably be probably be able to buy it for like thirty bucks. I think I haven't been disappointed by a Pixar movie. I have um, Cars two. I didn't like. Oh well, I mean, excluding sequels. Okay, I <laughs> yeah. got I got another one. Inside Out. Is that the one with the feelings? Yeah. Oh. That one, uh, that one was not my favorite. That but one a lot was of people okay. like that movie. A lot of people like that movie. I think I enjoy that one. Yeah. Otherwise, yes, I would agree with you that pretty much everything Pixar does is flawless, and they've made probably some of the best um, kids' movies in forever. Yeah. Um, over on Netflix, I finally finished Tribes of Europa. I spoke about that a little bit. I know. <laughs> you did. You're laughing like, I, like I've been binging it. To be fair... It was only six episodes. So well, that's um, it. That was it. Yeah. They're an hour long. So uh, six hours of hot German TV. And I liked it. It ends on a, a cliffhanger. So I'm really hoping that they get a sequel or a second season because it caught me. So like I told everybody last time, if you can give it three or four episodes and uh, kind of stick with it, the plot is super interesting. It's basically follows three siblings that end up on three different tribes, all kind of competing to get this like magic cube. And uh, it's just really interesting and well done. And uh, like I, whenever I watch sub stuff, it always kind of bugs me with the mouse moving out of like sequence. You mean the dub? It's, it's dubbed or yeah, it's dubbed. But the, um, the uh, German dub isn't quite as bad because the German language must be pretty close. I think they speak at a, a sp- same speed as opposed to like the Asian dubs where they, they talk yeah. a lot faster. They're saying a lot yeah. more words for every few words we say. So it looks a little strange or the, the um, English narrator has to go really fast. It's the whole time, you know, and everybody's talking so excited and, blah, 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 and you're like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Out. Yeah. So um, no, I, I liked it. So I, I, I would recommend uh, tribes of Europa and I really am hoping that we get a uh, second season. It reminds me when I was watching uh, Kingdom, the Korean zombie yeah, se- yeah. season. And the first season is like six episodes. I'm like, who the hell releases six episode seasons? You know, maybe then, internationally they do that almost like a test run to make sure people are yeah. into it. And I feel like, you know how like Netflix just buys these shows and like Netflix original, you know? Yeah. I wonder if like season one was like 12 episodes, but like, you know what? We're going to release only six and call it season mm. one and then release the other six and call it season two to, you know, get that content out there. Yeah, no, that'd be smart if that's what they're doing. I have no idea. I can't comment yeah, like, on that. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just like six episodes is not a season, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Six episodes is not nearly enough because what's funny is if you go back in time a season was 24 episodes. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. You have to go back to find a 24. That was the standard episodes my favorite show supernatural yeah Yeah, and then all of a sudden like when the streamers really started get going they're like nah man you get 12 then they're like nah nah fam you get 10 now they're like eight eight's it so all of a sudden now we're seeing six like oh no (laughs) are they gonna be like two episodes and call it a season and what's happening yeah because i was surprised when one division was nine i'm like it's not eight 
Yeah, because I'm so used to eight now. Everybody's doing eight episodes. Like, I know, more, such a man. random number. I feel like WandaVision from the beginning just wanted to trick us consistently. Yeah. I think for me, one season is at least 12 episodes. Yeah, I think one season should at least be 12 episodes. Because that's still, like I said, half of what you know old school TV used to be. Yeah, because like uh, 12, some shows give you fillers, but you know, people will still watch it because it's it's you know a whole season yeah but i've seen some of these short season shows and they still give you fillers and you're like why are you giving me a filler episode if you've only got 10 episodes to tell a story or only have eight episodes to tell a story you shouldn't be filling anything it should be all good content that would be the only way to make it good if you're going to say i'm only going to give you eight episodes but all episodes all eight episodes are going to be magnificent i'm like yeah okay i'm down yeah like uh stupid warrior nun man come on yeah they had all sorts of filler episodes <laughs> yeah, it's all filler it's just poor writing i guess um over on amazon prime um i've kind of mixed in some of my tasty trailers with our, our healthy stream today because i have a, a a ton of trailers this this oh, time yeah. versus like shows because there hasn't been anything on really but amazon has a new movie coming out starring michael b jordan uh, oh, not maybe, Michael yeah. Jordan, not like Mike himself, not number 23, but Michael B. Jordan called Without Remorse. And it looks kind of like your typical revenge kind of show, almost like a John Wick type show. He's like, oh, you killed my wife and you killed my family and now I'm going to kill you. And he kind of comes back from the dead to kick some ass. Um, what did you think of Without Remorse, the trailer? I feel like it's going to be one of those uh, like extraction movie like with Thor and Chris Hemsworth and yeah, I'm hoping that Falcon. it'll be something different because it's not well. Those two movies that you're referencing are Netflix movies, and I, I'm hoping because this is an Amazon movie, maybe it'll be a little bit better. But I feel like you're completely right because it almost seems like it's gonna be like we got Michael B. Jordan and we have action. You're gonna like it, kind of a movie. Yeah, because did you ever watch a uh, Jag? Jag? Uh. The one with the gym. Oh, uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, did you ever watch that? No, but I've heard it's good. I've never watched yeah. it, but I've heard it's good. I watched season one of it. I haven't watched season two, but it was good, and it gave me like kind of like that vibe to where, uh, but then with more action. Is there a lot of action in Jack Ryan, or is there a lot of talking? There's both. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, but you can buy um, Jim from the Office as an action star. Yeah, man, he's he's a. He's a PA now. He got, I think he got buffed for that role. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I've been looking for shows. I should probably just give it a try, watch it because I've never seen it. And there's a few seasons of that now, right? Yeah. And then the movie you're talking about, I'll probably watch it because uh, it looks like it's action packed. Yeah. And it comes out April 30th. So anybody wants to watch an action packed kind of John Wicky style movie. Uh, Michael B. Jordan looks like he <laughs> there's one scene where he's like going after the bad guy and they kind of cut to like his former general or something because he's like an army dude. And the general's like, sometimes you got to go out of the box to get stuff done. And then the next scene, they cut to Michael B. Jordan, like just pouring gasoline on like a car wreck and then lighting it on fire and then getting in the car with the guy. And he's like, tell me what you know. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. my gosh, he's stuck, man. He had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> B.A. Dude. Where else is he going to go? Um, over on HBO Max, uh, I've been watching Close Enough. We talked about how Close Enough was coming out, and it's the one made by the regular show guy, 
And uh, it's just as good as last season. So if you liked season one, you'll definitely like season two. And they still do the same thing where it's a half hour, but it's broken into two 15-minute episodes almost per half hour. And uh, the first few I've seen, I think I've seen like three half-hour episodes. So like six of the little mini episodes. And they're so funny. Like They've been just absolutely killing me. I won't give anything away so everybody can watch and enjoy it. But they've had one that was based off of Scarface. It was really funny where the daughter is selling hot sauce at school and they call it sauce face. <laughs> they had one, I'm trying to remember, they had one where the, the wife's old college friend comes in and she gets impregnated by the devil, which is, I mean, they just, That's they always start off very like, you know, this is the story and then it just goes haywire right away. Right. They had one where um, the Rafi character um gets a new phone and goes full jexy you remember do you ever see that movie jexy <laughs> oh with the adam uh yeah adam levine divine levine wait divine no divine divine the singer oh <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever yeah. the funny adam from workaholics workaholics adam yeah so they have basically that plot where the phone's like takes over and it's that's actually really funny too and there's they there's one scene where um he gets totally plugged into this phone and his friends are trying to help him escape from it. And they're like, you gotta Jack, you gotta Jack into it so that you can, you know, cause they're talking about plugging in it, but they keep saying jacking into it. So he's like trying to get the USB and he's like, okay, I'm jacked in. Now you guys have to help us jack off. <laughs> and then finally, like they, they just run that joke into the ground and they finally break loose of all this noise. Like, Oh my God, we all jacked off together. It was amazing. And so it's that kind of humor. So if you enjoy hilarious jacking off jokes uh close enough is for you i enjoy season one i'll have to watch this one yeah no i think you'll like it it's uh i've been i've been cracking up it's pretty funny um tasty trailers let's get into the tasty trailers so there's a big one coming out i think we may have talked about the fact that it was coming way 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 long ago maybe even last season of our podcast but it's finally almost here called shadow and bone um, this show, I don't know what Ren feels, but to me, I'm really excited about this. It's based on a best-selling novel. Um, the acting, the effects all look super cool. And they've talked about for the longest time that this is supposed to be their, like, like The Witcher is, this is supposed to be kind of their Game of Thrones style show. And it looks pretty dope. Let me read the quick uh, brief of what it's about before we give our opinions on the trailer. But uh, it's a periodic expeditions sent across the sea to transport goods and bring back imports are often plagued by these monsters called the Volcra that inhabit the unsea. So as they're going across, uh, doing their crossing, a Volcra attacks. And while saving her friend, the girl on the boat realizes she has an extraordinary power. And she like blasts all these like night monsters out of like the sky. And apparently these people are called, uh, where is it? called Grishas and the Grishas all have like random talents. So that's something they don't show in the trailer, but I read about it. So the Grishas all like are born with different talents, but they don't always know what it is. Oh, so hers is the light. Yeah. So her Grishan talent is whatever that light beam is. That seems to kill the monsters. Uh, It says, yeah, the Grisha are people who have the ability to manipulate the elements. Oh, they're like avatar. Um, They use as weapons examples. Some can call fire. Some can summon wind. Uh, and then it says the main character can summon light, and that's her her Grisha power. Oh, okay, that's why you see that in the trailer. That's why I, when I was watching, like, whoa, this is like Avatar. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's exactly like Avatar. So this is actually, a, uh, it's a, like I said, it was based off a bestseller, but it's a fairly new bestseller. I don't have it written down, but I'm pretty sure that I read that the lady wrote this book in like 2007. So it's fairly new. It's not like some old Tolkien book from way back when. And uh, I don't know. I think it looks awesome. I don't know if you have a different opinion. Or what did you think about the Shadow and Bone trailer? I think after I watched it, I'm like, you know what? I'm really intrigued by this uh, trailer. I think what I liked about it, especially once I um, did a little research, is it's part of the Grisha novels or the Grisha trilogy, whatever they call it. And Shadow and Bones only the first series of books. There's a whole bunch more already written. So the content is good. There exists. So if the show is okay. any good it'll have a path to go kind of like right. the game of thrones books right and all the books done <laughs> i think so i don't know hopefully for sure. they're done yeah that that i don't know for sure did you notice though that the uh the the main male character that they showed in uh the trailer was the guy from um was it punisher the show he was on yeah he's a uh, prince caspian oh he's prince caspian too yeah. I recognized him from Punisher because he was like yeah, Billy, uh, right? Jigsaw. Billy Russo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the actor's name is uh, Ben Barnes. And so to me, he was the biggest star that I noticed because I didn't really know any of the rest of them, even though the main actress was pretty cute. So I was like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. I like uh, Prince Caspian as an actor. So I'm, uh, I'm going to give this a go. Plus, yeah. his, his special effects look really good. I'm like, yeah, oh. it looks expensive. And they got like demons in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, monsters and magic. It's kind of like right up my alley. So I'm hoping yeah. that it's the same quality as The Witcher because I thought The Witcher was a great show. And so I'm really looking forward to Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone debuts on Netflix on April 23rd. So is it called Shadow and Bone because this this is going to introduce Prince Gaspian and the Grisha lady, the light lady? He's you know, at the very end. He's like, watch this. He does all this little becomes dark and there's like shadows growing well, it almost you, you see like light. They were, yeah i don't know what the bone part references but i feel like the shadow is like you see it in the trailer like when they're going across the unsee and they go into what clearly looks like a giant like dark black cloud full of monsters i think that's the shadow and she's the light she's literally the light to the shadow in part of the thing I read about the author, she said she wanted uh, to bring basically anxiety to her life. She goes, what if the things you were worried about, the things that scare you, you know, the anxiety, things like that were a real physical thing. And that's kind of what the shadow is in this case. Yeah. So, yeah. Interested to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, over on Hulu, uh, they put out a fuller, a bigger trailer of MODOK. We've talked about MODOK here oh, and yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it looks hilarious. Um, I'm t I'm so down for Modoc. I feel like they keep pushing it back though. Like they've been giving us teaser trailers for quite a while now, but it looks so funny to me. You know what Modoc stands for? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, dude. I I enjoy that little clip. Yeah. So anybody who hasn't seen the Modoc trailer, you need to watch it. Basically, Modoc is like a floating head that's like super super villain. And he's voiced by Patton Oz, Oswald. Oz, Oswald. Yeah. And uh, it just, it's a, it's a comedy. It's like a rated R comedy. I'm not sure if they're considering, it's a Marvel um, thing, but I'm not sure if they're considering it part of the MCU or not. It looks like the one that show on uh, Hulu too, the, the one with the Knights. What was that? Yeah. One yeah. 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 It does look like that one. The one with the, oh shit. What was that show called? That was a good show too. Yeah. It was funny. Kingdom? No. 
I don't remember, but yes, yeah. Yeah, the animation the same, style, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's computer animated, but also looks almost like stop motion with like clay or something. Yeah, claymation. Yeah, clay motion. Ooh, maybe that's a thing. And claymation. That is that is a thing. No, but claymation is real clay. I'm saying if you took computer oh. animation and made it look like clay, claymation. Right, clay motion. motion. <laughs> Damn, I pretty confused myself. <laughs> Clay motion. See, I'm wearing my my uh, drug smoking uh, panda shirt Shrooms, today. Dude. Yeah, he's like doing like all sorts of like psychedelics, and so my brain is just inheriting that. I think a little bit. I mean, it is legal in Oregon. Shrooms. That's right. Yeah. It's. I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot that it was a thing that you could do. <laughs> so no, I am not on shrooms. Just in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> I'm just easily confused. Uh, my next trailer. Uh, is kind of uh, off the wall, but and it's definitely made for younger kids. Maybe I would say uh, teens, preteens, probably, um, or maybe older kids that enjoy a darker sense of humor. But the Barbarian and the Troll. It's a Nickelodeon show that looks it looks straight up like Jim Henson Muppets to me, but it has uh, like the only reason I shared it because normally I wouldn't share what's clearly a kid show. Is it was funny. I'm gonna, to- <laughs> I'm totally gonna watch it because the trailer was cracking me up. Like the jokes are really legitimately funny. Why they may not be as filthy as some of the things, other things we like, like Modoc's gonna be. Uh, the barbarian and the troll to me just looks funny. We have puppets, <laughs> and it's a puppet show within a puppet show. Yeah, because <laughs> like, what do you mean puppets? <laughs> like oh, puppets. No, it looks good. What do you think? When you uh, send me the list of trailers to watch i'm like yeah oh yeah xena warrior princess let's go and i look like, up, what like, is this gonna what be? is this <laughs> muppets it was good though like so the um the main voice is spencer grammar and so here's some hot fun facts about spencer grammar she's the voice of summer on rick and morty so oh. if you recognize the voice the main that's probably why yeah, yeah yeah so the main barbarian by the way for those listening is a female in this case and she rolls around with this little like trolley guy that's like the jokester and she's trying to get through her like whatever barbarian tasks she's trying to do and uh, yeah it's voiced by Spencer Grammer the one that does uh summer and by the way I don't know if anybody's ever googled what Spencer Grammer looks like but she is way too hot to be a voice actress <laughs> Because normally, yeah, this is normally for research purposes only. Yeah, research purposes only. He, uh, Ren's gonna look right now. Everybody else should take a moment and look as well because Spencer Grammer is a is a pretty lady. And I'm I was like, holy smokes! Uh, second fun fact: if you recognize the word or the name Grammer, uh, last episode we were talking about uh, Fraser coming back with Kelsey Grammer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's her dad. So she is the daughter of Kelsey Grammer and probably some supermodel because you know how these guys are. But uh, yeah, I'm like, holy smokes, Spencer Grammer, good, good on you. So she's made, she's made a living though, being a voice actress, even though she's a cutie. That's all she is. Yeah, that's I, I. It's if you look at her IMDb, yeah, she's done a few like small movies here and there, but all of her big parts have come from anime, animation, things like that. So she's done a yeah. ton of voice work. It says her her best known is Summer. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, because the first time I ever saw her was I uh, was watching like a panel at like Comic-Con on, on the YouTubes. And, you know, you start seeing these fools and they look exactly like you think they would look, you know, <laughs> you know, like, OK, OK. Then also I'm like, who's who's that? Why is she there? I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's one of the voices. And they do pretty good because they have Sarah Chalk as the other voice. 
um, of the mom. And she's she's a hot too, but she's a real actress. We actually see her like on uh, was it How I Met Your Mother? She was the girlfriend for a while, and she's been all. She always plays like the love interest in a lot of sitcoms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I think she has a new show on Netflix that isn't made for our audience. It's like a a romantic type dating well, type show. It's made for my wife. She yeah. benched the whole thing. What's it called? Do you remember? It's called? Uh, it's called Firefly Lane. Yes. Yeah. So if you're into Sarah Chalk, she does have a new show on Netflix. Yeah, because uh, she was watching it. I'm like, hey, that's Ted's Mosby's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. She's like, no, it's not. She's too old. I was like, dude, that's her. <laughs> you want to go way back? Here's a, another fun fact. Since we're just throwing out fun facts, uh, Sarah Chalk was the replacement of the uh, oldest daughter on Roseanne. So when Roseanne, the TV show, was on the first time, way back in the early '90s. They replaced the daughter quit the original daughter quit the blonde haired and they brought in Sarah Chalk and they never they did just put, played along like she was the same actress. Oh, really? Yeah, they t- totally did a Darren from Bewitched type switch with her. I don't know why they don't do that more often. Like just it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the fans will get like irritated for a minute and then we all yeah. get over it. In fact, yeah. I thought she was a better actress than the original actress because they brought back the original actress in the new version of the Connors. Oh yeah, she's, yeah. She's like, oh, whatever. I mean, I miss Sarah Chalk. She was the she was the one. Damn. Fun fact. Um, my next uh, trailer is more of a teaser than a trailer. It actually kind of reminded me of when they did that teaser for the Black Adam, where it was almost like comic book style, and they showed drawings and of the actors versus actually showing anything about the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's called Jupiter's Legacy. And uh, Jupiter's, Jupiter's legacy follows the story of the world's first superheroes who received their powers in the 1930s. In the present day, they're a revered elder guard, but their superpowered children struggle to live up to the legendary feats of their parents. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about this. I know it's based off of a comic uh, by Image. Image is a comic company out of Portland, Oregon. Um, it stars Josh du- Duhamel. Du- du- Duhamel? Is that how you say his name? I don't know. I always call him Josh Duhamel. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Josh Duhamel. Yeah. So it stars Josh Duhamel, and it's going to be on Netflix, and it comes out on May 7th. Do you have any hot takes on Jupiter's Legacy? I mean, there wasn't a lot to take. Yeah, uh, I kind of like, watched like a split second of their um, FanFest panel thingy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Josh was kind of explaining his character and why he chose to uh, do this. And he's kind of like, it's because it's a darker, uh, more darker tone hero stuff too. Right. And it, and his character is like, you know, I've been doing superhero for like 100 years and this is the outcome of it, you know? So it's, I'm kind of curious to see how he is, how he carries himself as a superhero teaching his kids sort of thing. So. Yeah, because he straight up looks like Zeus in a Superman outfit, like how they have him kind of dressed up. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see what happens, and you know, it looks like it's it's gonna be a good a good show. It almost feels like it's Netflix The Boys, like yeah, an adult version. It's definitely not for kids. It doesn't maybe look like it's gonna be as funny as The Boys can be because The Boys has that real dark humor running through it. But um, yeah, I'm I'm I'll watch anything with a superhero in it. And our next uh, trailer is gonna test if you'll watch anything with a superhero in it. But <laughs> this uh, it, this looks like something I would definitely give a shot to, and it's coming up here in just a couple months. Oh yeah, um, for me, I'm just curious. Like, if you were if you were like Superman, right, for a hundred years, are you gonna still be, you know, all about justice? You know, be that goody tissue that you are the whole time for the whole hundred years, right? 
you know, well, sometimes you're like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's a really good point. Yeah. You would think that if you were the one virtuous person that could save everybody, but you had to just keep screwing up and you have to keep saving everybody, eventually you'd be like, you know what? Yeah, screw these people. Why yeah. do I keep helping them? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, showing that this is humanity and what, what, why do I have to do this for humanity and sort of thing? So I think they're going to touch upon that story and that like um, metaphor. And so I'm looking forward to see what's happening. What's yeah, going to happen? I might go out and see if I can buy the graphic novel because that's kind of my go-to recently is buying graphic novels of these shows that don't haven't come out yet. Like I just bought the Paper Girls graphic novel the other day because it's coming out as a TV show. And um, I like to do that. So I'll look for it and see if it's on sale somewhere. Yes. Um, my next trailer uh, is going to be Ren's absolute favorite movie. I know this for sure. It's called Thunder Force. I mean, how excited were you when I sent you the title? I'm like, you want to see Thunder Force? The title is dope. The music's dope. <laughs> but it looks so stupid. The looks, two actresses, man. I was like, it oh, looks my God. so stupid. Hopefully it'll be funny, but it looks so stupid. So Thunder Force stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Um it's, Such it's a almost bad combo, like man. <laughs> it's like at a certain point you're like, have we seen maybe too much superhero stuff? But uh, yeah, they they uh, Octavia from the trailer is some sort of scientist, and her kind of loser buddy, who is Melissa McCarthy, shows up to visit her one day, and Octavia is like, "Oh yeah, I'm creating all this cool superpower stuff, but don't touch any of it." And of course, Melissa, when she turns her back, starts messing around with it and inherits a superpower by accident, which I thought they said in the trailer was the last chunk of superhero dose, and it's inside of her. But clearly, yeah, so Octavia must have got some of it earlier because she has a superpower too. No, I think she got the last uh, super strength. Oh, dose. yeah. So they've only made enough of like certain powers. Yeah. Yeah, because Octavia's power from the trailer is she can go straight up invisible woman and kind of like disappear and come back together. And yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy's superpower seems to be that she's super strong. And this is clearly a comedy. Yeah. And at one point she picks up a bus and Octavia's like, don't throw that bus. And she ends up chucking the bus anyways, for who knows what reason. And uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of like a slappy in the face comedy. Yeah. It's so like Melissa McCartney. This is the reason why I don't like her because everything that she does over the top is over the top. And it's so forceful. Like you're supposed to laugh. This is funny. You know, I'm like, this is not funny. Like, I don't know. I just don't like the way she yeah, acts. It feels like part of the joke with her sometimes is you're supposed to just laugh that she's the one doing it. Like, you should laugh. She's a spy. You should laugh. She's a this. You should laugh. She's that. So, like, in this case, you're supposed to be like, oh, we're supposed to laugh because these two overweight middle-aged women are superheroes. Yeah, because there's one joke. She's like, oh, why do you stink? No, we can't wash these outfits. <laughs> That's kind of a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't look great, but I don't know. It comes Either. out on April 9th on Netflix. You could tell us how uh, how it is. You know, you know, I'll watch it because I'll watch anything, anything superhero. Yeah, I, eventually I'm gonna get burned out of, on it, and I'm not gonna want to watch anything superhero anymore. But I mean, for the time being, I don't know. I'll watch Melissa McCarthy strap on some, like whatever it is they wear. And it has um, uh, that one dude, Jason. No. What's oh yeah, name? Jason Bateman. I almost yeah. forgot. I'm like, so, what the heck? It's worth it just for that. Jason Bateman's great. And I couldn't tell, is he wearing a costume too? Or does he actually have like lobster hands? I think he has lobster hands, you know. 
he's like it'd be worth it just for jason bateman as you saw also it has melissa mccarthy's real life husband who's in all of our movies he probably directed yeah. it. it seems like that's kind of their go-to he's at the main villain right it looks like it i don't know I but know. yeah there's i'm hoping there's gonna be some other like maybe surprise uh funny actors involved that we you know didn't see coming maybe chris delilah is in there <laughs> he's the main villain they he was kill the one to kill him off yeah, last episode we were trying to remember his name for, and we could not do it because he was the one that got erased from the Army of the Dead movie and replaced with Tig Naturo. And so we're like, God, I, mean, I was like, he's the, the gross guy that does this and that. And then literally right after the episode, it started trending again that he's getting even more trouble for like child pornography or something disgusting like that. Yeah. It's like, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, he plays the part to a T, man. Talk about being like, typecast. He's like method acting. <laughs> Dude, that's so gross. It's gross. It's really gross. So I'm not even going to try to stick up for him. So, yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. And on the flip side of the break, we're going to come back with our uh, new jacuzzi. So we'll see you guys all on the flippy flip. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualandydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is the beginning of the news jacuzzi. <laughs> So my first story, actually all three of my stories this week are almost kind of like if News Jacuzzi and uh, the future is now decided to get together and have a nice uh, futuristic baby. So this first story is pretty amazing. It, I mean, it's the most future is now story ever. Uh, it basically the got world, like the hot tub time machine and like just give his knees. Yeah, it's all news from the future. So I hope everybody's ready. We're, we're living it. Uh, the world's first space hotel is scheduled to open. You want to try to guess? When do you think the world's first space hotel will open? 2034. Yeah, that, that seems like that's pretty soon even, 2034. 2027. I don't know, last time I checked, that's only six years from now. That's <laughs> so, great. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And so they have a, a, um, a schematic of what it's supposed to look like. Um, it looks like a lot of the movies you've seen, it's almost like a, a I would compare it to a bicycle tire. You ever see like a bike a tire on like a BMX bike where you got the tire and then you've got like the, the four fat spokes that go in between it. That's what it looks like. And you're just kind of like spinning like a wheel up in space. So, so it, is it like, is it going to be like orbiting the earth like that? Oops. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they've already started building it on earth. And at a certain point during the construction, they're going to move it out into space and continue building it until it's ready for tourism. Uh, it says, if you're daydreaming of future travels while stuck at home during the pandemic, why fantasize about the beaches of Bali or the canals of Venice when you can be vacationing in space? <laughs> uh, back in 2019, California company, the Gateway Foundation, we should look them up on uh, our stock market. The Gateway Foundation released plans for a cruise ship style hotel that would one day float above Earth's atmosphere. 
then at the time was called Von Braun Station. The futuristic concept comprise, comprised of 24 modules connected by elevator shafts that make up a rotating wheel that orbits the Earth was scheduled to be fully operational by 2027. Fast forward a couple of years, and the hotel has a new name. It's called the Voyager Station. Uh, Star Trek, I think you need to call them up and <laughs> they stole your name. And it's said to be built at uh, by Orbital Assembly Corporation. That's funny that it was a construction company just for space stations now. Uh, a new construction company run by former pilot John Blinkow, who also heads up the Gateway Foundation. In recent interview with CNN Travel, uh, Blinkow explained that there had been some COVID-related delays, but construction on the space station hotel is expected to begin oh, in 2026 and sojourn in space in by 2027. We're trying to make the public realize that the golden age of space travel is just around the corner. It's coming, and it's coming fast, he says. Would you, would you do this? Uh, No. No? <laughs> Man, every time I see like Elon Musk like, send a rocket, it's freaking exploding man <laughs> well i mean he's got six years to figure, figure yeah. it out well you know honestly elon just sent a rocket up it flew up perfectly it came down it landed perfectly he was so impressed with himself and then it exploded <laughs> <laughs> so i mean there is that i mean the explosive part of it's probably not great but um maybe they'll have it figured out by then i don't know we'll see i'm, I'm trying what? to like fast forward through the story to see oh here we go uh, what do you think that it costs? So let's say you change your mind in six years. And you're like, you know what? They figured this out. I'm okay with it. Uh, how much? How much money are you willing to pay to go stay uh, a weekend at the uh, Virgin Galactic? Uh, I'm not gonna guess because I'm not gonna do it. But if I was gonna do it, it's gonna be four ninety nine. Four hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, per person. <laughs> It's going to be $250,000 per person to start. What? Yeah. I'm way out of range. $250,000 per person per trip. Wow. So this is only for like the mega rich athletes, superstars. So, I mean, they're they're trying to way to, they're trying to find a way to kill off the rich, man. I mean, this is sure enough. So just blowing the hell out. Like, how sad will you be in six years of like your favorite sports guy, whatever, basketball player, football player? You're like, God, this guy's right in his prime. We're about to win the championship. And homie decides to go take a trip to the space hotel. (laughs) It's like burst into flames. It's like an all star weekend. I get to take a break. Oh my gosh. Crazy. The The earth is flat. And I want to see for myself. Yeah, I know. So my uh, my next story is also futuristic, and this one is not coming soon. It's here. It's ready to go. So have you ever wondered if you've consumed enough Gatorade? Yes, (laughs) all the time. Yeah, well, that's good because I've got the solution for you. Gatorade has created a wearable patch that tells you how much Gatorade you need to drink. So now (laughs) I know you're thinking, well, that sounds dumb. But if you thought wearable devices were limited to just smartwatches and AR glasses, well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You can now wear a Gatorade patch, much like any smart sticker that uh, can let you tell if you're properly staying hydrated. So this is going to be for athletes developed by the startup company called Epicor Biosystems. There's another one you can look up Uh, working with PepsiCo Gatorade subsidiary, the new GX sweat patch. It's a gross name um, is designed to be stuck to the inner left, the inner left arm of the athlete during a workout. 
An accompanying app generates a sweat profile and lets you know how much you need to drink to replenish your hydration. Well, don't like, doesn't our mind tell us when we're thirsty? You're thirsty, bro. You need to drink some more. <laughs> the patch is cool as hell, though. I'd wear one just so I look like a badass. It looks, uh, I'm trying to think of what it looks like. It looks like one of those, you ever see those antennas that are flat that you stick to your window so you can get like <laughs> basic reception, you know? Oh, for your TV? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So it's like kind of a weird shape. I don't know. It's, it's the size of maybe a, a credit card. And it's got like these little lines that go through it. And so it must just read. It's probably similar to the technology they're using for diabetes and things like that now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I wonder, I'm so, trying to see if it says how much this is going to be. So are you telling me to invest in Pepsi? Yeah, I mean. So yeah. Pepsi owns Gatorade, right? Pepsi does own Gatorade. Or you get a. And like I said, you can invest in the company that's working with them, uh, Epicor Biosystems. But yeah, it doesn't say how much it's going to be. But I would imagine that it's probably not cheap, but it shouldn't be crazy expensive because of the big names it's associated with. So two of your three stories from the future is for rich people. Yes. And athletes probably. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Well, the best part is my third and last story also will probably only be affecting the wealthy right away but it's going to affect all of us and we're all going to be pissed off about it. So I think that we've started to realize that we've moved into a subscription model society. Like yeah. Everything we do is based on a subscription model. Remember that one time we went to this trade show, we got to the wrong trade show and there's like subscription trade show. That's Damn. right. Yeah. That's all it was. It was an entire trade show based solely on the subscription model. And now it makes so much sense because yeah. Like you try to think about like, well, yeah, this makes sense as a subscription. This makes sense as a subscription, but they've figured out how to make everything a subscription. Like anything you do on the internet is a subscription. Now we're graphic designers, you know, at visualantidesign.com. And uh, we use the Adobe suite. You used to be able, you'd buy the, the box of software and you'd use it. And then when a new box of software would come out, you'd get the disc, you'd set it up. Now we pay a subscription fee. And we get, you know, monthly updates. When we watch TV, we pay a subscription fee. Yeah. Phones are subscription fees. Everything's a subscription fee. Yeah, I remember walking to that trade show like, this is dumb. Who would pay for this, you know? Little did we know, knew that we walked into the future, dude. <laughs> it's yeah, like, little did we know. So it uh, turns out that Tesla and other car makers want you to pay monthly uh, subscriptions for their features. So the Tesla's actually already started this, and they're all starting to do it. Oh, yeah, but as yeah. an example, Tesla is giving customers uh, looking for self-driving abilities some options. Now you can pay $10,000 in full for your car to drive it down the street and onto the highway without, with you still paying attention to the wheel. Or you could pay a subscription, you know, installments of a monthly subscription for the same hands-free automated driving features. So Tesla's saying, hey, we've got this car that you can just drive like a normal person. Or if you want to be a super cool Tesla guy, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee now to be able to drive it hands-free. Tesla CEO Elon Musk first assured Tesla drivers late last year about the forthcoming option to subscribe to the autopilot advanced driving feature, full self-drive mode known as FSD. Um, an FSD subscription on the EVs will open up access to drivers who haven't paid the steep $10,000 one-time fee. So you have a choice. You can pay 10 grand right when you buy the car for the self-driving feature, or you can pay what sounds to be about a hundred bucks a month add-on so that you can have the self, uh, self-driving car. 
while subscriptions or offer is taking longer than Musk originally anticipated. Uh, he tweeted on Monday that it's supposed to be available on Tesla owners in the next few months. Currently, only a select group of beta users have access to FSD. So subscriptions will be on a first time option for the new Tesla owners. Other car makers are also offering enhanced, more connected driving experiences for a monthly fee. Uh, they are often free at first, like all good subscriptions, but eventually drivers had to pay a subscription to continue receiving the premium driving, including some self-driving entertainment features. Um, a lot of them are connecting their cars to like uh, the interwebs and you had to pay extra for that. Uh, Tesla already has one subscription model um, for free connectivity, but they've switched it to charging $9.99 a month for premium connectivity, which gives you access to traffic reports, games, music streaming, and other internet-enabled tools. Uh, the standard connectivity package is still free, but includes the basic maps and navigation. Uh, GMC is moving towards something called Super Cruise, which is going to be a subscription fee. I mean, all these EVs, so you know, you're Mr. Excited investing all your money in EVs. That's, that's just going to be part of it, is they're building up subscription fees. So now uh, driving a car is going to cost you more than you think. Yeah, I man, that's why, that's why uh, you should invest in EV now to try to get the money to buy your next, you know, Tesla or GM or, you know, Lucid or whatever. Whatever it might be, or the Volkswagen ID4, which is another one that says here, the Volkswagen's newest EV is called the ID4. And yeah, you will be paying a subscription fee for all of its connected features. And so, yeah, it's clearly the model that they're all moving forward with. They all feel like they can get away with it on the electric vehicles. So, um, yeah, I mean, fun, fun news, huh? I mean, like when I was buying my uh, my car, which is yeah. 20, 2016, it was fairly new, right? And you know they're like this is this is this is how much it is but when you actually go buy they're like oh what about this what about this and one of the things they talked about was like you can't you know fix it by yourself because there's a lot of computer involved now you know yeah. you can't do it like at home anymore you need to take it in you need to take it into us so we can do it we can upgrade it we can fix it and this is just like the next step yeah you're exactly right i mean We've been moving towards this for a while. I mean, in, in theory, you're already paying a subscription when you buy a car because you pay a monthly fee. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually you own it. That's the difference. Um, these other parts of it, you may eventually own the car or the truck or whatever it might be, but you won't ever own the, the stuff, the connectivity, the things it does. You will never own that auto driving feature. You'll never own all the cool connectivity it does. You always have to pay for the rest of your life, the subscription fee. Because I'm invested in the Neo, the the Chinese one, yeah. and I think they have a subscription for their batteries too. What does that mean? So yeah. like you have to like subscribe, and then they send you new batteries when you're starting to run its life. I think it's kind of like uh, tiers, right? Where this is the best battery. You want to pay this much? Oh, like uh, if you want more oomph, if you want to yeah. be able to like race the guy next to you at the light, you're gonna need to subscribe to the better battery. Yeah, something like that. And I also heard that like Elon Musk's truck, he's gonna have a different uh, versions too. Like one's gonna have three motors, one's gonna have two, one's gonna have one, and they're all gonna be different price range. And, and they have their own features. Like this one travels faster because he has more battery or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, longer distances, that kind of thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. So well, that makes sense. Like, yeah, everything in our lives are going to become a subscription. And what gets you, the average person is they look at it like, oh man, nine bucks. That's not a big deal. I can pay nine, nine, nine a month. That's no, not a thing at all. Like I know for me, cause we're, we talk about TV and movies a lot. Yeah. I have a lot of subscriptions and I was so excited to get rid of my cable, to get rid of my satellite so I could do all a carton. Like, oh yeah, $4.99, $9.99, $29.99. Next thing you know, it's more than it used to be because you've subscribed to so many things and you lose almost like, you lose the ability to know how much you're really paying. And next thing you know, you've got subscriptions that you don't even remember you have and you're still paying every month because it's just being auto-charged to your bank account. And it's like, it, it'll get you. Yeah, you understand that, you know, when you are doing a la carte, you're thinking about yourself only, right? You're like, I want to watch this. I want to watch this. You forget about your wife. Your wife, wants, your wife wants to watch this show on this channel, on this on this station. You're like, damn, we got to get another a la carte over here. It's And the, the subscription model works so well because it feeds your instant gratification needs. Like like they said there, if you want the autopilot on the Tesla, 10 grand, you're like, oh, I can, I'll do without it. 10 grand is a lot of money. Oh man, what if you only had to pay $99? Oh, 99 bucks. That's not very much for the rest of your life. I mean, yeah. it takes forever to even pay for it. It's just insane. Well, that's like, you know, because we're in marketing and it, one of the easiest way to market is money-wise, you know, like this is just going to mm-hmm. cost you less, but you don't tell them that, you know, it's going to, but then it's going to for like 30 years, you got to pay this. You know? Yeah. In reality, it costs you more, but it's a little bit less each time. So you're like, you're okay with it. It's the Aaron's Rent-A-Center model. You know, yeah. you pay 10 times as much for that couch, but Hey, you only have to pay 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life. <laughs> Who the hell goes there? Man? Somebody must go there. I mean, they're still in business. I know. Like, do you need to go rent something to impress your buddies or oh, I don't really get the model. Like, I think there's two types of people. I think you have the people that have to do it out of necessity because they just can't afford it. And then I think you have the people that just want something because they rent everything from big screen TVs to video game systems. And those aren't necessities, but they want it. And they couldn't afford to go to the store and buy it. But now, I mean, 10 bucks, you know, that's that's only like fast food on the weekend. No big deal. And so, yeah, that's how it works. They should do like rent to own. <laughs> well, a lot of them have rent to own, but it's, you're still paying 10 times as much. You know, if you just went and bought it, it was it's way cheaper. But then, you know, a lot of people don't think that way. They think, oh, now 10 bucks. Okay, I could afford that. But do you say it's like $300? That's too much. I can't do that, you know, certainly. Exactly. Exactly right. And so the best part is when uh, we turn audio knots into a subscription model, we'll be fair to you guys. We won't be mean like everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. That's all I had. That's all the stories. That's that's the works. Do you have anything you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up? Uh, We're almost to... The end of season two, so I'm. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Do we excited. have like a big finale idea. We should. Have, how many more episodes till end of season two? Two more. Two more episodes. That's Holy it. smokes! Yeah, we've been cranking along this year. I know. We need to think of something, something cool, something we haven't done. I'm still waiting for people to send us mailbag stuff. So don't forget, uh, we're open to any kind of questions or ideas you might have. All right, I need to repost that. Yeah, me too. So with that. We shall bid you all adieu. Uh, This is a nice, tight episode right on time. And uh, we'll see you guys on the flippity flip. Bye. Show me what you got. And now you guys have to help us jack off.